Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through a rundown of the injuries heading into week five of the NFL season. So going through which players are good to go, questionable, doubtful, and then which players have already been ruled out. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content or you're finding this video useful, please just do me a favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. You guys can also ask me waiver wire advice, trade questions, start sits, anything fantasy football related, just drop it down below and I'll be responding to every single comment. But let's get it started off with two players who are actually going to be good to go, but have been dealing with injuries. The first one is AJ Brown. He is good to go from that hamstring injury. Great news. Personally, I thought this is something that could carry on for potentially even a few more weeks, but he is back and ready to go. Can't say the same thing about his teammate, Julio Jones, who we'll get to later in the video, but this is definitely a big bump for Ryan Tannehill as well. He finally has his wide receiver one back, and if you have A.J. Brown, he should be locked into your starting lineup here in week five. The other player who's also going to be good to go is T. Higgins, who has been dealing with a shoulder injury. He is going to be back this week for the Bengals, and I still think Jamar Chase is going to have a really solid role in this offense. I think the guy that this hurts is Tyler Boyd because he was able to get that volume in the games that T. Higgins was out. But once you have T. Higgins back, you have Higgins and Jamar Chase as the clear top two wide receivers. I just don't think that volume is going to be there for Boyd any longer. Let's move on to the players who are going to be questionable for Sunday and Monday. The first one is going to be Devontae Parker. He is dealing with a shoulder and hamstring injury, and it looks like he is going to be a game time decision. I think if you have Devontae Parker, you really have to be hoping he's healthy because he is a very viable start this week against this Buccaneer secondary that has been struggling. Teams have been able to exploit the secondary and they're going to be missing at least three starters in Sean Murphy Bunting, Carlton Davis, and Antoine Winfield. The Dolphins have struggled to run the ball, which kind of matches up with the Bucks' very tough run defense. So I do think the Dolphins are going to have to throw the ball a ton. And if Parker is out, Jalen Waddle just becomes almost a desperation play. If you have them, you probably feel pretty solid because who else are they going to throw the ball to on that team besides Jalen Waddle? The next guy here on the opposite side of that game, it's going to be Giovanni Bernard, who is dealing with that knee injury. And I don't think Gio has a ton of standalone value if you're playing in normal sized leagues, but this could definitely impact Leonard Fournette. If you are owning Leonard Fournette, you're probably hoping that Gio does not go in this game because with Gio out in week four, Lenny was able to get a lot more of the receiving work. That's going to get minimized a lot if Giovanni Bernard is back because he's going to be taking over the third and long role, which is something that Leonard Fournette had against the Patriots. So that's something to keep an eye on for sure. Then we have Dalvin Cook, who's been dealing with this ankle injury the past few weeks. He missed week three, and then he started week four, but was banged up in the middle of it, ended up kind of splitting time with Madison because he was in and out of the game. He's questionable once again. If the Vikings announce that he's playing, he 100% has to be in your lineup, and I do expect him to play this week. Then we have this Lions trio here, probably their best three offensive players, all of whom are banged up. We have Hawkinson, who's dealing with a knee injury. DeAndre Swift is dealing with a groin and Jamal Williams is dealing with a hip issue. I do think all three of these players are going to play this week. And if they do play, Hawkinson and Swift are solid starts. Williams is a potential play in much deeper leagues. If Swift is out, 
then I think Jamal Williams becomes a very fair play. And then same thing for Williams. Swift becomes an even better play if Jamal Williams ends up being out. The next player here is Joe Mixon. I honestly would be a little bit surprised if he plays. I was expecting him to miss at least a week. He's currently dealing with a low ankle sprain. So if he's ready to go this week, then I'd feel fine plugging him into my lineup. He should still be getting that workhorse role. So a solid start if he is healthy. After Mixon, we have another top running back who's a little bit banged up heading into week five. It is Antonio Gibson, and he is dealing with a stress fracture in his shin. This isn't great news. I do think he's going to play through it. Gibson's still probably like a borderline RB1 this week and moving forward throughout the rest of the season. Chase Edmonds is dealing with a shoulder injury. I also expect him to play if he doesn't. James Conner definitely becomes a very startable player because when Edmonds is out there, he's taking that receiving work. If Edmonds is out, James Conner could slide in there, get some receiving work, and also maintain that red zone opportunity. So if Edmonds is out, you should strongly consider starting James Conner. And then we have two of the best players on the Cowboys who are banged up a little bit. Amari Cooper dealing with a hamstring and Ezekiel Elliott dealing with a knee. I also think both of these players should be good to go. You know, Amari Cooper has been banged up, but he's been playing through it. I also think Zeke is going to play. And if they're in the lineup, then they should be starts in your lineup. We have two stars here who are going to be doubtful going into week five. The first one is Christian McCaffrey dealing with that hamstring injury. And I feel like this was pretty expected. I was actually pretty optimistic for McCaffrey's future usage. You know, once we found out there's a possibility he is going to play this week, remember week three, he leaves in the middle of the game. They basically announced him out for that rest of the game. They basically announced him out for the rest of that game almost immediately. So when you see that, that doesn't seem great. Then he misses week four, doubtful here in week five, but that probably means he has a decent shot to return in week six. The other guy who's doubtful is George Kittle dealing with a calf injury. This is rough if you're a George Kittle owner because you may not have a backup tight end since you did spend that high draft capital on Kittle. So go out, find someone off the waiver wire right now because it doesn't look like Kittle is going to give it a go come Sunday. And then we have some players who are already out for week five. And we're going to start it off with a game that I believe is being played in London with the Falcons. Calvin Ridley is going to be out for that game. He's dealing with a personal issue. Don't know anything more than that. And his backup wide receiver, Russell Gage, is also out with an ankle injury. So I guess that leaves Zacchaeus as the number one wide receiver. I don't really want him in my starting lineup. I think really if this benefits anyone, it's going to benefit Kyle Pitts. It's going to benefit Patterson and probably Mike Davis. These are guys who have already been involved. So they're probably just going to see expanded workloads in this game. But I do not want Matt Ryan playing at all. Some of his top weapons are out and he already hasn't been good. This Falcons offense has not been consistent. So really, I think this is just a bump to some of those players who have already been doing well. Next up, it is Rob Gronkowski. He was doubtful all week, and then they finally announced that he is out. He's still dealing with that ribs issue, the injury he suffered against the Rams in week three. So hopefully we can see him back in week six, maybe week seven. For this week, it looks like it's going to be Cam Brate and OJ Howard again. Personally, I don't have a ton of interest in either of those guys. I feel like you could clearly see the disconnect from Gronk going to Brate and OJ Howard. The chemistry just did not look like it was there with those two tight ends and Brady. So unless you're in a super deep league, I wouldn't want those guys touching my starting lineup. I mentioned how AJ Brown's teammate, Julio Jones, did not have good news this week. 
He has already been ruled out with that hamstring injury. These hamstrings have just been brutal so far this season. You're going to see a few more players already ruled out with them. Hopefully Julio can get back in the next few weeks, but right now it looks like it's going to be basically running it back with that 2020 offense minus Corey Davis. David Montgomery is also out with a knee injury. We knew this all week. He's probably going to miss somewhere in the four to five week range. So hopefully you went out and picked up Damian Williams if you could. It looks like he is going to be the replacement there while Montgomery is out. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's announced that he is out with a calf injury. For those Trey Lance truthers, this is the time to see Trey Lance finally get his opportunity. I love Trey Lance from a fantasy football perspective. I went out and I picked him up in a few of my leagues just to be a backup quarterback because he does have that rushing upside, which is just not something you're going to see in a lot of quarterbacks, especially these rookie ones. Trey Lance can go out and struggle, but that rushing ability is still going to give him a solid floor. Kind of a similar argument to what I talk about with Jalen Hurts a lot. And then for these weapons, you know, hopefully Trey Lance can kind of revitalize Brandon Ayuk. I would have liked to see him with the full set of offensive weapons but it looks like Kittle's going to be out. So Debo still looks like a locked-in play. He still played awesome when Trey Lance took over in the second half in week four. So overall, I'm just excited to see what Lance can do. We finally have all five of the rookies starting. Andy Dalton is not going to be playing. Justin Fields is also going to be the starter, and it looks like that's a move for the foreseeable future. Then we have these two Giants wide receivers, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton both already out with hamstring injuries. This looks like a great opportunity to plug Kenny Galladay into your lineup and also potentially Kadarius Toney. He put together a really solid game in week four when these wide receivers are out. So if you're in a deeper league, I'd be totally fine plugging Tony into my lineup. And then the last guy here played on Thursday night. So he does not have a game this Sunday or Monday, but it is Russell Wilson. And I think, you know, speaking for most people, when we saw that injury, you know, it was pretty gross, but I feel like typically stuff like that just kind of gets popped back in. They go back in there and they're able to kind of deal with it. Well, this looks like it's much more serious. We saw him return to the game. He didn't look good. They ended up putting Geno Smith in. Now Russell Wilson is apparently going to be out for roughly six weeks. This is brutal, especially coming from a quarterback who has been so incredibly durable and really just like a freak injury. Like he follows through on his pass and it hits Donald's hand. I mean, Donald is just an absolute tank. But for the next like month and a half, I think this is definitely a pretty solid hit to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett's value. You know, Geno Smith actually looked pretty impressive in the small sample size he had, but there's no denying that going from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith is not going to hurt both of these wide receivers. I still think, you know, Lockett's a top 20 guy and DK is probably a top 12 guy moving forward, but still really tough for Russell Wilson owners. And if you own either of those wide receivers and Seahawks fans, and honestly, just NFL fans in general, it's fun to see Russell Wilson out on the field. So hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later, but that is going to wrap it up for this injury update. If you guys enjoyed the content, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.